Welcome to the How Writers Write podcast, a show focused on inspiring and empowering you to become a better writer. Come along as we deconstruct the tips, routines, and motivations of your favorite authors. In the end, it's all about getting your story onto the page. Welcome to Monday Motivation, the antidote to boredom. Before we kick off this episode, my friends, I have just completed a project that was a complete and total blast. So you know how I ask each guest for their one piece of writing advice? So I went through the first 35 episodes of the podcast, transcribed the answers, and dropped them all into a free ebook for you to download. Did I say free? Why, yes, I did. Free. To get your copy and also get added onto a list to get a sneak, 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 sneak peek into our new writing community called Happy Writer, head over to howwriterswrite.com slash ebook. Again, howwriterswrite.com slash ebook. Enjoy. So let me start this week's episode with just a little backstory. In the past six months, I've had a lot going on. So moved to Denver. And here at How Writers Write, I have been working basically nonstop for like six months on this huge project that I'm calling Happy Writer. And I've just struggled to get into a creative rhythm. I'm often working very late into the night and then up very early and, you know, generally stressing about getting, you know, this project at How Writers Write done, getting moved, all of those things. I know so many of you have experienced the same feeling of creative and like energy drain that makes the idea of writing completely and totally unrealistic. So a few weeks ago, I did an episode on how I was getting back onto the writing horse, get started again. As I've started to write and I've done a pretty good job at it, one thing that surprised me that I've noticed is that I've been unjustly blaming my work schedule and overall craziness on the reason why I've been struggling to get into a writing rhythm. The truth is I also have these enormous problems with my book, and I didn't even realize it, but these problems have killed my interest in the project, and I've been confusing being super, super busy with narrative problems, book problems. Now, as I look at it, it makes perfect sense. I went from a broad, sweeping narrative with six main characters down to a super tight story with just two characters. I shortened the timeline of my book from 80 years down to like four months. Of course, I'm not saying that tightening a story is a bad thing. Only that for me, I went overboard to the point of creating a painfully mind-numbing, boring book. But here's where the rubber meets the road. Why did I tighten it so much? Here's my confession. To you. I made the big narrative changes because I believed, first, I could finish my book faster, and second, that I'd have a better chance of getting it published. Ugh. Like, those beliefs, those mislaid beliefs, led me to work on a project that, for me, was so easy to quit. So I'm sharing this because I bet there are a lot of people out there who have done the same. The shift from working on a project that was completely crazy and huge to working on a pragmatic project, it can feel like a great idea, but it is a killer. Going from 
How can I tell a story I love to, how do I quickly write a story to get it published? It shifts our energy. We make a different set of decisions and some of them might be totally and completely misaligned with the creative fuel we need for storytelling. The result in that shift is we starve ourselves of the energy we need to create. We get bored when we find ourselves deep in writer's block because we're bored. I had no idea that it was so easy to miss how boredom is such a creativity killer. For me, the shift away from what thrills me about this scene or character or plot and whatever to what do I think I can finish faster and get published faster slammed the brakes on my writing life. Here's the good news. The remedy is super simple. Here's what I did. I took out a sheet of paper. On top of the paper, I wrote down what I love. And then I went to the other side of the paper and I wrote down what I hate. And I went down and I just made a list of all the things I hated about the changes that I had made, all the shortening, all the tightening, all the characters I had cut out, all of them. I wound up laughing, like literally laughing as I realized how much I hated my book, how much I hated the shorter time frame. All of the fun things that I had worked years on building, I had cut out and I didn't like it. They weren't, listen, they're not practical. They don't make sense of why they should be in a book. They probably, you know, an MFA course would probably want to slash them out, but I love them. So next I went through and I made sure I gave as much page time to the things I love and reversed the stuff I hated. It turns out the antidote to boredom is creativity. It is working on a story that thrills me, that makes me excited. That's it. Now I get to write the scenes I love with characters I love. Getting it finished fast and published fast be damned. When I was at NYU in a lecture, the poet Paul Muldoon said, there's no rush. It'll take what it takes. I like that. It'll take what it takes. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful and exciting and thrilling week of writing. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.